Okay. Hey, we're recording. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, welcome back. Uh, good to geek out. Uh, following our uh, most recent episode, episode four, everyone is watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, great episode. Uh, excited to talk about it with my friends. Uh, very, very deep um, in certain aspects. Uh, maybe not as many reveals as last time, but um, they're fit. They're packing a powerful punch in every single episode. What do you think? I agree. There's a lot to watch on the whole world is watching episode. Editor San Antonio, lots to talk about. Happy to be here. Boba Fresh from San Francisco. Really glad that this episode peaked and excited to geek with you about it. Yeah, certainly. Uh, at the end of the last episode, uh, uh, with the entrance of AO from the Wakandans, knowing that they're going to go after Zemo, knowing that you know that that is their sworn duty to bring Zemo to justice. No, don't know. don't forget that cold open. Uh, it's a reference to the first episode when he's talking to the shrink, and she's like, "You're free, like you're free of the all." Oh. And this is where that kind of comes from. I read that there was like a one-shot comic that came out that covered it more from um, Shuri's perspective and the way that she mapped his brain and how it kind of helped her. Create oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, you're free now. Free yeah. to do what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no, you're absolutely so, right. So this, this is the first time he hears it. And just the, the drama in his face with no words and just like the tension and the flashbacks. I, one of those... Uh, is the one where he looks like Weapon X from Winter Soldier, where he has like the whole, or is that new? Is that a new flashback? When he has like uh, the, no, that, was, that, that was Winter Soldier, I think. Okay, I, I really, you know, watching these last two episodes really makes me want to go back and watch Winter Soldier every time I watch it. I was thinking the same thing, and I just watched Winter Soldier <laughs> literally like a week ago. I was like, oh man, this is this is such a great movie. On so many, like the end, like all of it leading up, it's like, it's not too overdone. It didn't play to the whole, like, just we're going to watch the the Marvel, like the, the big uh, Avengers movies, but it had that much action, so much more depth. Oh, so good. So, yeah, yeah. We might, no, have, to have, I, a viewing, we might have to have a viewing party. One day. Thank God for that. Yeah, no, and I think that this taps into what Winter Soldier does so successfully, which is again, that um, super spy. And, you know, like Ant-Man was a super heist and, and everybody has their little super somethings and the way that they tap into the super spy cloak and dagger with this is well, more super assassin than super spy, I think. Um, the cold open was was cold. Uh, I, th I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, again. These these are all well shot. The 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 action of the cam camera moving around the fire, the way that the fire just kind of licks in front of everything, so the shadows are constantly moving around. Like his his identity isn't a solid thing. Um, there's a fire burning in front of him and within him, and she's just very like calm there. And, um, and you know just delivering the lines like a boss and then you know you got to give Sebastian Stan credit like you know we don't come to Marvel to watch emotion 
but he really delivered on that crying and that breakdown. And, you know, like it was like a, a, it was a moving scene of someone battling something, whether it's addiction or getting out of a bad breakup or whatever. It was a very relatable scene of someone having the cathartic breakthrough of actually being free. And then we also get the uh, talk about the super soldier formula and the possibility that it corrupts the user and that possibly Steve Rogers is the only pure enough one to take it and not. Well, be- I, I, I think look I, at it what they were, what they were getting at there is not only does it enhance your physical abilities, but it also accentuates or intensifies your, your, your attitude. So if you were like a truly like a pure at heart person, AKA Steve Rogers, like not only do, do you get those physical abilities, but like it just makes you more. I'm, I, you can't be like it a makes more you, honest it makes person. You more, it makes you more you. Makes you like, yeah. It, it, what, so, yeah, you're what not they do a good. Sorry. What they do no, a no, good no, I job. Agree. Yeah, I think we're on the same. same yeah, no, what, what they do there. a good job, what they do a good job delivering is the fact that power makes people who they are. And then uh, we also get to start seeing more of their, of the dynamic between this trio of Zemo, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But now, whereas last episode, they were kind of feeling each other out and then kind of going through a ploy that involves some, uh, you know, being dishonest or hiding who they really were. So they weren't really interacting as they truly are. This is the first episode we get to see them kind of interact with who they truly are and uh a lot, a lot of uh a lot of great dialogue zemo very the the he, the less he says the more he says his looks give a lot a lot of uh a lot of signals um if you're paying attention and uh, i mean just and and by the way i just, i definitely want to bring to attention that he's still rocking the fur uh that you brought up well, we didn't get to that. the, the I love uh, it. it's like classic zemo it's it's modernized classic zemo it's pretty dope uh, at the end of the last episode, uh, he does put the mask on uh, yeah. for for his his little you know uh, uh, fight scene there. I'd also like to call to attention the decor in Zemo's little place with the those windows with the stars that are like red, white, and blue in the background. But it almost looks like Turkish, but it also looks like kind of Captain America star spangled red, white, and blue. Uh, the tiles in the bathroom is just so wherever that place is, they. They they picked a perfect spot. Well, they, they, they this is supposed to be going on in, in Latvia or or yeah, it's supposed to be going in, yeah. on in Latvia, right? Am I correct? Yeah, no, but but Ed, Ed's right. It has a very Moroccan North African look of the way that the tiles and the um, and the ironwork and the stained glass windows, like that that form of repetition is very, you know, it's you know. It's, you know, very similar to Islamic art, to be quite honest, where you can't yeah. have any actually iconography. And so uh, I thought that was real interesting. But that goes to, again, the mood setting. You know, we always talk about the casting director. We talk about, you know, like the cinematography and like, and, uh, you know, voice acting when it comes to the cartoons. You know, we got to talk about the location scout on this yeah. one. This oh, yeah. location scout fucking all of the scenes are so just perfect they're perfect panels like they're per- like every scene is a comic book panel as opposed to the last one was definitely like you know a pulp fictiony kind of movie like this was a hardcore comic book like this is um 
it, yeah, like, like they nailed yeah, it. it. I thought that was interesting. I, I'd like to go back and see who the different directors are on the uh, the episodes because both very well done. But you're absolutely right. Like the the uh, the way they shot this episode uh, was was different than the way they shot the last episode. It's also a lot more of like a cerebral episode, and a lot of the action is going on in dialogue as opposed to like physical like the last episode until the end of course but i mean like they're like we need to like after the moroccan place they're like i know where to get information information from the um from the orphans and then they have that cool line the turkish i have the turkish delight yeah so they have that cool line with the turkish delight obviously making a you know a pop culture reference to the the lion the witch in the wardrobe and, and the winter queen um the snow queen and the part of Falcon talking about his Titi and like they're like, what your Titi? Monty. Like um, again, like these are those little tendons that tie to tie together the body. Like they're um, you know, they're just those dope things that again let you know that there's a black voice in the room. And uh, you know, like you when you don't think about representation being there, when it's not in your face. And it's just woven into the story so smooth that it's just part of it. Again, like this is what people keep asking for. They're like, we don't want the uh, um, in-game splash page with all the women in front of each other. Like, how can you just give it? Like, this is how you give it, like in a nice, smooth way. Not that I was against the splash page. I thought that was a cool scene. Whatever. I digress. Um, yeah. So then it, that's from where Cap and Battlestar catches up to them, and he's like, "What? You think we can't find some?" People were making noise in Latvia or Latveria. I really got to rewatch it. Um, and I, I think if you know, it might have started in the beginning of this episode. You're starting to see uh, how much of a conscience Battlestar is to uh, this Cap, and it's very, it's, it's kind of similar to Bucky and Cap, the original, and how they kind of like the younger one. He's kind of, hey, how does that play I'm out? The at the end of the episode. I'm your biggest cheerleader, and you're the best, and you're doing good, and not only that, but helping him make decisions and. Uh, uh, okay, Ed, a direct point of what you're saying, they actually intro you with that. And on the cheerleader note, they actually start with him in a locker room true. with this black magical friend cheering him on, being like, you can do it. And then his girlfriend walks in, who's also a cheerleader. <laughs> and so I think that, yeah, like, you know, the idea of him, like, having this conscious in his, in his head and, uh, uh, you know, props to the acting of, of the guy that plays Battlestar. Uh, those looks like he just gives those slight. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think that the di- dynamic that those two have end up really endearing themselves heavily into this episode to make you really care about where it's the story is going. And I mean, also to t- touch back on the opposing sides and then zemo being the gray somewhat in the middle you see all their approaches to whether it's like gaining information or trying to push along this plan and their different approaches to it and i don't know it's it's subtle nothing is overt really there's kind of similar but it's just the patience levels and like how they choose to enforce stuff like it, you can see a lot of uh similarities but then it's very strikingly different so it, it reflects their personality, which is cool. It's- well, and they also show the spectrum of voices within the Flag Smashers. Like, you know, like they had the one yeah. guy, you know, the, you know, the very dope setup scene too. And he was like, Captain America, Captain America was my shit. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, Oops. like he was the dopest ever. Like, oh, yeah. uh, he made me want to be a better person. 
as a yeah, yeah aside from a, a couple minutes here and there i think that whole second half of this episode is like a, a, a rolling kind of fight scene yeah a little yeah, bit now they do a great job fighting in the courtyard because they you know they're you know jumping from the diagonals of the of the buildings and like, so they set up falcon to be the conscious of the group right but we never see him be the conscious of, not to say we don't see him be the conscious of, you know, he's the voice, but he's the voice of reason. Like, Hey, let's not go in there and shoot shit up. We don't get to see him actually like do what he does in the sense of being the conscious of being the heart. And so the scene of him being like, yo, like, let me go in and talk to her. And like, we can talk her down. And like, you know, and she really connects and in that moment where he turns his back to her and, you know, so they can talk, you know, and he, he's showing him like, I'm making myself vulnerable. Like, this is how much I trust our situation here. You know, like, I'm going to turn my back to you and we'll get in. And then she, she gets up and she forces herself to be in his line of sight. And she's like, no, we're not like these other people. We're not supremacists. Um, What, what what, was shot? Yeah. What kind of jogged my memory a little bit there was, you know, why he goes in there and talks to her was what you were saying earlier about her conversation with the flag smasher and that what they, that conversation starts with them all listening to the news report about two people died and the guy had like is a guard that just started there a week ago and she's like i feel bad but now we have so many more people as part of our cause and then there's those different you know factions in their group where he's like we need to do more of that and the other guy's like the captain america fan is like no we need to back off and so motherfucking Cap loses his mind and busts in and gets short. Just wait five more minutes, dude. Just wait five minutes. You said you were going to wait five minutes. Just wait five minutes. There's a, there's the a whole, good... Oh, the super serum, super serum scene where he picks... Like, we have to... But even even before that, there's a scene where Cat where, uh, Walker's looking, staring at the shield, and you can see him looking up, like, really nervous. Like, you could see he's starting to... It start either either it's lack of sleep or stress or it's everything, but it start you could see in his face he's like nervous and starting to get to him, and then then it makes sense why he's busting through that door and messes mm-hmm. everything up. Did he already have the serum in his pocket when yeah. he got his ass kicked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 in my mind. I'm I'm turning. No, it, it all happens within like a ten minute span. Both those fights, so they do kind of like you said, it is like a rolling fight almost. There's not a lot of break in between. It's all the same characters too, with just a few added here and there. Um, uh, so Carly runs across, like uh, Battlestar frees himself, comes into the room, everyone's fighting, boom, boom, boom. Carly runs across and straight hunches that fool in the chest and knocks him across the room. And you just know he's not getting up. And it was, it was like just some you know some beautiful sad shit uh so that's when they're all fighting and uh carly's running away and she thinks she's gotten away and that's when zemo's already chilling he already knows where she's gonna run to and he blasts her once and then that's when all the serums come out and up until this point i had assumed he wanted the formula to become to take to become a superhero supervillain and and within two seconds of him looking at it you see it's clearly not the case. And then that, and then all of a sudden, whoever he is is now being all up for grabs again. You think you know who he is and now you don't. That's why I think he's working towards Citizen V big time because he's going to end up being some... Well, I don't even think he's trying to be good there. He's just trying to stop super soldiers. He's yeah. just trying to... You know, he's sticking really to his character and he's like, boom, like, it is dope the way that they did that worm's eye view shot of him just stepping on him and yeah. crushing the serum and picking it up and 
that's when Cap comes in and he finds the the one little serum. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and then everyone else comes in. Where'd she go? Where'd she go? Where'd she go? He's like, ah. yeah. And then that's when he goes and starts having conversations of with uh, Battlestar and um, about the magnification. You're good. And but I, what I do like is that uh, you can you not only can you tell that he doesn't believe everything or like he's not he's not sure confident in what he's doing or anything. He like, ver- he literally says it there and he's like downplay. Whereas remember in that first episode, Rob, where you said he's downplaying the medals and how that mm. almost makes him seem uh, genuine here. He's downplaying it, but he's downplaying it as like, he doesn't believe in the cause. Well, he, he said a line in this episode that I've heard other medal of honor winners saying they're like, yeah, thank me for reminding me every day about the worst day in my life. Yeah you know, about getting that Medal of Honor where you see, you know, multiple of your friends die and you're on a nice edge. And it's like, that's the thanks I get. And now I get to remember the worst day of my life for the rest of my life because I'm wearing it on my chest and everybody's thanking me for it every single day. It's, it's again, from, from a veteran's point of view and just like looking at it like that, you know, there's some, there's still, I still, you know, he's, he's, he's an ass and he's fallen away, but I still have that bit of sympathy for him because Mm -hmm. totally because of that, 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 uh, that's what he's put himself through. And that's the, that's the point of view I was really hoping to get from you because yeah, I think that they, they nailed that right there and you're, and you're completely right. And one of those things that happens in that scene, he's like, you know, like we could, we could really do some good with this. Like we could get out there, but and and would you take it? And he's like, "Oh, in a, in a second, what are you talking about? Well, uh, can I be super? You could." But um, but Lamar's first thought is, "Think of how many people we could have saved that day." You know, like so it, right, it would have heightened right, his, right. his 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 like we do it because we're supposed to help people, and that's not where Steve's going. I mean, that's not where uh, this captain is going. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're having this back and forth then, and that's when they start fighting, and that's when the Dora Milaje come in. Okay. And they kind of break up their little inner turmoil, and man, cold-ass entrance, dude. Even, Ooh. and it's like, there's no effort on any part of it. Just the, the, just the, the spear in the shield. Uh. Perfect. And then the way he responds to it, he's like, why don't you take your pointy little sticks? And then they fucking kick him twice and he hits the stick. That's oh my god, dude. They just like checked him really quick. Well, the, the, the shoulder touch, uh, like like we, we have jurisdiction wherever we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh hun. Oh <laughs> like oh this is not gonna end good for him. <laughs> not right now. Uh, yeah. not. I think yeah, I think it's beautiful. Served. Yeah, no, I think it was beautiful. There were because we don't see a lot of character building between Falcon and just Zemo. So, you know, that, that scene with the Zemo with the ice patch and he's like, yeah. And then the, uh, and then Walker and Battlestar show. And it's dope because John Walker is so American in his thing. Like, you know, he's that hyper. He's like, come on. Like, like everything's good here. And there's not a lot of times where he acts like his dad, in that time, I felt like he was in like Escape from New York or um, <laughs> or Big Trouble in Little China. Like there was definitely this like his dad is hey. Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, for real. Yeah, when you look at his that. jaw, next time you look look at his jaw, like he yeah. has uh, Kurt Russell. But yeah, like that was the first time I really saw him kind of channeling that. 
then and a, it's after this scene where um where john walker t- like he has that comment like they weren't even super soldiers the next time we see him fight he has taken the super soldier serum and battlestar sees that and is like oh you haven't done that before and it's like the first time that he's realized that okay now captain america has taken the super soldier serum and then it rolls forward until the point where he gets his chest punched in mm-hmm. so like i like i i you know chronic like i'm trying to like piece it together in my mind like yeah I'm like, like, oh. we both be, we both we might both be right and wrong at the same time about how how the timeline is going here well the last thing the last scene is him destroying the flag smasher in front of everybody with the cell phone cameras on and ends with that perfect comic book comic book panel scene bloody shield like up looking at him and he's like like uh so like is this where that that the whole media thing like oh but oh no not captain america not only is oh. he like, is he like, ah, he puts the shield on, like he's going to work. You know what I mean? Like the way he just puts it back on his arm, like I'll keep going. Like this is just part of my job as opposed to being, you know, you see Cap, you, he should yeah, be so, horrified. So and this he's not. whole thing goes back to what you guys were just talking about, what we were talking about, where Hopkins is Captain America's conscience. He's his best yeah, friend. Exactly. He's the only one controlling him. And then he sees this this one guy that's had his back for who knows how many years get killed in front of him, snaps. Like we all knew he was on the edge. This is Captain America, John Walker, snapping. Because his best friend just got killed in front of him and he can do something about it. And even though he he can't he can't catch catch the uh the leader of the Flag Smashers, he takes anybody that's in front of him, and it happens to be the guy that was defending him the most. Yeah. Like, hey. The, the metaphor of America, the, the benefactor being smashed about what America is now, like America, the military, what America was under uh, conservative leadership. Uh, all of these metaphors happening as the people are filming it on their cameras and you know, the whole, and so you have the whole world watching. Uh, uh, fabulous episode, uh, great talking about it with uh, my, my friends. Can't wait for the next episode. Uh, looking forward to it. Looking to talk about it right here on Good to Geek Out. Like, comment, subscribe. Rob Lucy, peace. Editor San Antonio, until next time. Bullfresh, bye-bye. Ha, 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 ha.